seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Skip It Tutorial, the number one video game podcast in Talladega. Uh, I'm, I'm one of your hosts, uh, Bright Ricky Bobby Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Calnotton Jr. Fortner. What's going on, man? Shake and bake. Shake and bake. It's the only way I'm to a, live. It's the it only is, way bro. to live. It's delicious. It is. It's. It really is. Do they still have Shake and Bake in the stores? Cause they- I, they do. I need to they get do. some. I, I was tempted. <laughs> I'm always tempted by some shake and bake. I'm also and tempted by bag chicken. <laughs> Not canned chicken, bag chicken. Although they got whole ki- they got whole chicken in a can over by my uh at the grocery store by my house. Yup. Whole chicken in a can. I can't do chicken in a can, bro. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe with the zombie apocalypse yeah. approaching. Yeah. I could do spam in a can. I cannot do chicken in a can. Whole chicken in a can. Maybe like chicken fish. Chicken fish? No. I meant tuna chicken fish. Chicken fish. Tuna fish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of the chicken of the sea. That's all I was saying. It's I can't. like a 1920s tap dancer. <laughs> chicken fish coming to the stage, everyone. Tap, tap, to tap, tap, to tap, tap, to tap. Chicken fish bringing in the entertainment with the old boys and girls. <laughs> oh, it's man. already gone left. It has. Oh, it's always a pleasure, my brother. It's always a pleasure. Yes, it is. Uh, so I got some good news for us this week. We got some new reviews. I wanted to wanted to read on air, man. Give some shout outs to people showing some love. Um, so uh, coming up on the iTunes, we actually got a Snook Cat who left us a five star review. He said, "This is my new favorite podcast." I love the relaxed and wondering discussions about video games. Those chicken in a can conversations were all for you, cat. Yeah, uh, it is. <laughs> reminds me of actual conversations with my friends. I also like to focus on both new and classic games, as well as the addition of random mini so it's keep it up, guys. Looking forward to the next episode. Well, cat, I I gotta tell you, I uh, like the fact that you like our mini sods because today is a mini sod. Uh, we'll go yes. over that in just a minute. We got another review here. Uh, on Facebook, Naveed Naeem said, Love the podcast. These guys are great. Topics are always interesting and relevant, and the, the their discussions are always on point. Really need to talk to them about Avengers Infinity War because I have a bone to pick with Doctor Strange. Yeah, there's some things with Doctor Strange. and He, he had a valid point. He did. He made a He made a valid point. He absolutely did. I agreed with that completely. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you don't know who we are, we are Skip the Tutorial. We're a video game show. Usually we get together and talk about the video games we've been playing, talk about uh, the news, and then talk about just a little uh, a roundtable discussion, generally speaking, a topic. Uh, this week, though, is a mini-sode. Mini-sodes are top sevens. Todd, what is our top seven this week? Well, in honor as you said, brought up in honor of Gran Turismo releasing their 20th year anniversary, we're going to do top seven racing games, you know, seven. a genre that, uh, yeah, yeah, that we, we enjoy, but you know, it's, it's been missing a little bit, I think. So I agree. I agree. Racing games are a, a, a little niche. They're, they're a little niche in the market. Um, you've got everything from your kart racers to your hyper realistic stuff. 
I remember one game that I used to play all the time. I don't know if you remember this at some of the arcades. Uh, it will not be coming up tonight, but it was that Ferrari racing game. Did you ever play Hell that? Hell yeah, bro. Come on, man. It's right up my alley. With the blonde. Yeah, blonde. dude. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. What's the fucking name of that game, man? That arcade. That's that's the one that was like uh, always at the washing machine or the uh, washeteria. Yeah, they always had it at the washeteria. Um, I just remember it actually had the shifter and the clutch. Like you had to press the clutch. It was just a fascinating game. Uh, Hell yeah! But I like those games. I I really do. Um, they're they're a lot of fun. Uh, they come in all types of varieties and sizes, and I'm sure we're going to get into some of those um, just a little bit. I guess it's Ferrari Virtual Race or Ferrari 450. That's it. Is it Virtual mm, that's Race? It. Yep. Yep. That's it right there. All right, so let's get this started this week, Todd. I want to start with you, my friend. What is your number seven favorite racing game? Man, like like we just touched on, it's one of those niche kind of uh, categories nowadays, I guess. But there was a time, man, and I still I still love a good racing game. I just hadn't had come across one in a while. This one isn't specifically in racing, but I did have to point it out because it's so good. And it's the racing games in GTA Five Online. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. If totally. you ever played it, they were actually like super dope. They're super dope. Like you can put money in it and whatever else, but you can customize your vehicles. And the actual racing racing mechanics are solid for an arcade-style racing game, which is what I generally kind of edge over to less, you know, uh, or not as much as a, a simulator. So I'm not, you know, if I wanted to drive in real life, I'll just get in my car a lot of times. Yeah, you yeah. Know, and do my, my, my own shake and bake thing. But uh, <laughs> actually, when I was thinking about this list, I was like, okay, you know, let's, let's go ahead and start the list off with one of my favorite games, period. That's one of the reasons why it's made, I think, $6 billion dollars. Because of the story in the story. If you just want to get in there and soup up a race car and, and do races for money all the time, you can do that. So my number seven, GTA 5 Online Racing. Man, I love that pick. I didn't even think about that coming into this. Um, GTA 5, just such a great game, great online presence that they have. And, you know, very clever. Um, I, I like racing in games, like within games themselves. One of my favorites, and I didn't put it on this list, but I want to talk about it for a second since you brought that up, was uh, in Red Dead Redemption. Anytime you had to do the kart races or the horse races, that was a blast. That was Hell so yeah. much fun. Uh, my number seven, um, as everybody knows, I like cartoonish things because I'm a child at heart. I keep my innocence pure. Uh, <laughs> my, my, my number seven is... No, you don't. <laughs> no, no, you don't. I don't. Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. But I do love kart racers, and I love cartoon characters. My number seven is Sonic Sega All-Star Racing. I oh. love Sonic Racing. It's it's better than any Sonic game that's been released in 25 years. Uh, <laughs> being real odd. Well, except Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania was a blast. It was a throwback. But Sonic Sega All-Star Racing, you know, they actually nail the feel of the kart race as it should be. Um, you know, a lot of kart racers come out. I know that they did a uh, little big planet had their own kart racers and, uh, Sony had their own crossover kart racers and stuff like that. But the Sonic Sega all-star racing, you know, you got to feel for the characters. It was a lot of fun to pull all those characters in, uh, do the different customizations, do the different carts. The tracks I thought were gorgeous. I really loved the tracks on those and the feel, just the whole feel of, uh, the slides and just the braking and the speed and everything that Sonic is really about is speed. 
So it's like a racing game. Makes perfect sense to put Sonic in a racing game. That is my number seven. Todd, what is your number six? So the more to the story, kids, is Sonic does drugs. Yes, now, this is true. Meth. Lots of meth. That's it, because it speeds you up. At least it's not confused <laughs> like the kids nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Drinking lean and doing Percocets and snorting coke. Those things don't mix. No. You got to fast or slow. But anyway, we don't support doing drugs on Skip the Tutorial, no. ladies and gentlemen. No. Just saying. Sonic might. Sonic but, might. Um, yeah, Sonic says do drugs. But let's Skip the Tutorial <laughs> says do not do drugs. <laughs> That's it. That's it. There you have it. Fucking That's it right Sonic the Hedgehog. But, um, all right, these next two are more so just about the series. Okay. Just just to pay homage, if you will, okay. the, for the series, okay? So I'm going to get this one out the way. With the carts, we're going to stick with the cart theme. We're right in tune as usual. I'm going to just go with the Mario Kart series. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. There you have it. I mean, you can pick one. Uh, the most recent one on the Switch is dope. You, you, you can pick whatever one you want. But the fact that I've watched that meme that my lady sent me with Luigi with the crazy music throwing that turtle at Mario <laughs> with the crazy opera music in the background. That is my favorite. Like, bro, this shit's so crazy. And just, the, you know, that, that fun part with the classic characters, the Mario, Donkey Kong, excuse me, the turtle, uh, Luigi, Princess, Daisy, King Koopa, and all just being it, able yeah. to have all the little, you know, the shells shooting at people, the bombs. I mean, it's a classic game, you know. So as far as racing games, it's always going to be on my list. It's all, it's going to find a way on the list. It's just a great all-time, you know, Nintendo product. So, yeah. So Same many reason. hours. So many hours playing those games just with the multiplayer and just trying to make it sure. And, you know, it always ends with that one blue shell. The one blue shell would ruin your day in a heartbeat. You'd be almost to that finish line in that blue shell. Coming from last place, too. It was always the dude in last place who wanted to ruin it for everybody else. That's how that blue shell works. Uh, my, num- <laughs> my number six is the remaster that I want that uh, Sony doesn't seem to want to give us. And sticking with the carts. Again, sticking with the carts. Crash Team Racing. The Crash Bandicoot series. Crash Team Racing. I played hours and hours and hours of CTR when I was in high school. And, you know, it was between that and Tony Hawk and, you know, just so many good memories with the music and the masks and, you know, Crash, racing with Crash himself and just everything about that game was a wonderful experience. Very cartoonish, very fun. It's stuck within that Crash universe. They need to bring that back. I think the Insane Remaster trilogy was popular enough that they've talked about remastering crash team racing so that is my number six what is your number five man just to get the simulation out of the way and in honor of the anniversary gran turismo that is the one i mean especially with the sony tie-in you know i got the sony headphones on right now you know which which side of the the aisle i tend to stand on a little bit more. oh yeah i love sony products in general so i mean the whole gran turismo series man i just remember them introducing like rain effects and everything else like they to me are like the granddaddy of some of the sim- simulations that i look at as far as racing games that i could even attempt to try to play and have some fun with um Absolutely. in the long term so yeah the gran turismo series definitely that's that's next up on my list my brethren yeah dude gran turismo has been one of those classic series that's been around for a long time that you know 
people who love that series really, really love that series. That is something they're addicted to. They won't play anything else. And um, Forza may come up later, and that's been a big deal. But Gran Turismo is one of those games that um, has always stood at the forefront of realistic racing effects. I mean, the Gran Turismo is the game. Yeah, and and that's one of the games like real racing fans would invest money to get like the steering wheel and the shifter and the pedals and like the whole Gran Turismo setup. So, you know, it just Gran Turismo is the reason why we were like, yep, we got to go ahead and make a racing game list this week. So it had to be on the list for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yes, sir. Yeah, there's three fans in the video game industry that are extremely obsessive. There's Gran Turismo fans. There's flight simulator fans. And then there's uh, Japanese love story fans. There it is. The <laughs> Japanese dating simulators, the ones that, you know, date pelicans or pigeons. <laughs> Dude, that comes and up all the time. On This is the second episode in a row. <laughs> yeah. <Brian>. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm sorry. I was browsing Steam is all I'm saying. I was browsing Steam. There's a uh, lot of dating simulators on there. I got curious, so I started poking around on some of those. I didn't buy any. I didn't try any. I just wanted to read the reviews. There's some probably unhealthy obsession going on with those guys who you play think? those. Yeah, just you think <laughs> while you're poking around in them, that's what's going on. You realize that as you're poking around in the date simulator. I saw a video about this on Facebook the other day with the kind of games is about to be coming out, and I'm concerned. So there's some eon flux shit going on in the world. It's getting hot outside. I don't know if Donald Trump is controlling the weather, and it's the last thing. <laughs> we need to be poking around in right now. This is the sign of the apocalypse. That's what's going on. Too many dating Sam, simulators coming to PS4. Bro. <laughs> Too bro, much. Why is pollen trying to kill me, man? What is <laughs> Ooh, Oh, I tell you. Anyway. Pollen anyway. in the heat. It's supposed to be in the 90s. It's freaking May. May's not supposed you know, to be in the 90s. Hey, man. I'm, it's all good, though. Like, I don't want to be one of those people that... You know how people are. Like, one, it's winter, and they're like, oh, it's so fucking cold. God, I can't believe. I can't wait till it gets hot. And then as soon as it gets hot, it's like, God damn, there's a devil sitting on my shoulders taking a shit. Damn. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever heard it put like that, but I like that a lot. Maybe I took it the extra mile for entertainment value. That was for you, Naveed. What was it, Naveed? Naveed, yeah. Naveed, Naveed, you are the homie. Nah, seriously, man. Yep. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Him and Willie, man. Uh, played some Fortnite with Willie last night too. That was a lot of fun. We got to talk about that after we record, yeah, bro. Let's, yeah, we let's, what's going on with Fortnite is crazy. But anyway, man, what's what's the, what's next on your list, bro? Uh, number five. Everybody who knows me, who's listening to the show, knows I'm a huge Star Wars fanatic. So my number five is Star Wars Episode One Racer Pod Racing, bro. Pod uh, Racing, great. It's, it's the best part about Episode One, just flat out. And then they released the game for it, and I played the game. And then I went to the arcade regularly to actually play the arcade game because it's the best part of episode one. And it's kind of stunning that they haven't brought that back or tried to remaster some type of version of that game because that game was was a lot of fun, dude. I enjoyed pod racing so much. Not much to say about it. I mean, it's it's a pod <laughs> racer. That's it. I mean, it's pod racing the Star Wars universe. You got to be a special type of person to like that stuff. That's the beauty of the top sevens, man. We we could just get to it, you know, and, and do it. You know what I'm talking about? And it's funny. It's like I, you kept saying it's the best part. And I was like, awake and up. It's Folgers in your, your cup. cup. 
Yeah, Fold, just send a check. But um please. I want that nah, coffee man, I money. Think... <laughs> I don't know what that took me, bro. <laughs> no, nah, that's a good choice, man. That's a good one. That's a sleeper people didn't even realize and they kind of slept on, man. The power racing game. That was heaps of fun. Yes, yes sir. sir. What's your number four, Todd? Road Rash, man, on the on the Sega Genesis, bro. Nineteen ninety one classic, man. Mm-hmm. That was my shit. That's my shit. They just recently tried to remake it and come out with another one. Um, eh, I checked it out. It didn't give me the same feel. It actually was a, a game that I chose. That and Mortal Kombat were two games that I chose to do my eighth grade science project on the effects of video games on different people's heart rates. So the, I have like the fondest memory of my grandfather, the ex-Vietnam veteran, like beating the shit out of people on chains in a motorcycle. <laughs> And I, I was forever going to be on any racing list in my entire life, bro. That game is the shit. Road Rash, man. Classic. It's a classic, dude. I mean, you spend hours just, like, running up next to people with the chain or the bat or the knife. You remember the knife? You got that one out and you used to be able yeah. to stab people. Like, that was so much fun, dude. Yeah, that just didn't fit my character, though. I wouldn't stab people that much. I, I think... Brian, each episode that goes by, you're letting me more and more into your psyche. And it's a bright and dark place. It is. It is. It's very bright and very dark. It's very strange. Just fucking with you, my brother. You know what it is. It's a very strange place. My wife sometimes looks at me and she's like, I don't want to know what's going on in your head. I just don't want to know. I was like, yeah, you probably don't. I I promise. It'll terrify some people. Uh, <laughs> my number four is one of my favorite games of all time. So I'm going to set a scene here. I'm going to set a scene real quick. 13 year old me, right? Imagine 13 year old me still with hair, still with hair. <laughs> oh, wow. See, I need to see a picture of this, but go ahead. Yeah. Still had hair. I was a little older. I was probably 15. Oh no, I was 15. Cause it was more embarrassing. Fast and the Furious had just come out, right? I was spending the summer vacation with my grandparents, who are in their six, late 60s, early 70s at the time. They take me to see Fast and the Furious. I'm a 15-year-old boy with my two grandparents in tow seeing Fast and the Furious in theaters, and I'm surrounded by other teenagers. Highly embarrassing. Highly <laughs> embarrassing. But I love the movie, because I love the Fast and the Furious series. Except Too Fast, Too Furious. That movie can kiss my ass. Uh, <laughs> did not like that movie. Did not like that movie. However, later on, what comes out is a little game called Need for Speed Underground. It's got customizations. It's got lights. It's got wheels. It's got everything I wanted to be at 15 years old. Because I'm sitting there thinking, I'm about to be 16. I want a car. When I get a car, I'm going to put lights on that sucker. I'm going to make it a black car. I'm going to put green lights under it. That did not happen. None of that happened. But I thought about it a lot. And Need for Speed made that dream almost come true for me. But besides that, besides the customizations, the racing was excellent. The drifting was fa- phenomenal. Uh, the the entire like storyline, quote unquote storyline in that game, going through the races was a blast. I mean, Need for Speed Underground changed everything about racing for me in a racing yep. game, and I absolutely loved it. And it embraced and taught me a lot about different types of cars because they used real models. Um, that were popular at the time on the Ford market. I mean, you had the Nissan GTR. I remember getting and unlocking the Nissan GTR and just blowing through racetracks like they were nobody's business. So much fun. 
It's a blast. If you get a chance to play it, go pick that sucker up. It's so good. It made it worth going to see Fast and the Furious with my grandparents and being embarrassed. Uh, yeah, some pretty cool grandparents was what it sounds like to me, sir. Yeah, they were cool, man. They were cool. And then my grandfather spent the rest of the time afterwards uh, telling me how fake that movie was. <laughs> he was not like, that's some bullshit. When I was growing up, there was no way that would have happened. <laughs> that was exactly we There's no way. The bees knees would have told me. <laughs> I don't know. I always fucking go to the bees knees, bro. He got now, out. Uh, he got out of that theater and he does, he turns around and looks at me and he was like, "I don't understand." So, so they they stopped a bunch of criminals by racing them. I really don't understand how this works. And I was like, "Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's good enough." Good enough. Uh, what's your number three, buddy? Nah, man. The synergy is amazing. Serious shit. You real shit. Um, it's actually Need for Speed 2, Underground 2. <laughs> for the Love same it. fucking reasons, man. And the same for GTR Skyline. Same fucking reasons. Um, other than the Fast and Furious part, it just, that was one of those games that was on the list that I just spent many, many hours on. And it really came back to the customization, the personalization. The lights that you can put under the car, the paint jobs. And if, if I didn't have the car outside, it, it still just felt good to ride around in my car. Just these next few games actually all made me have like a uh, realistic. It made me feel like an ownership of, a, of a, something that wasn't real. You know what yeah. I mean? Like a lot of kids with Fortnite nowadays, I think. So <laughs> definitely. I mean, <laughs> for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Maybe if I they caught me at the right time, man, I would have been willing to, to spend three thousand PSN bucks too. But I'm glad I didn't have to go through that. But uh, yeah, man, it's not really much more to say about it other than it was two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, it's, it was it's just an expansion of the first one. You know, Need for Speed needs to make a comeback because they tried it last year and they got into a lot of trouble because of the cause. It, it was the customization. It was the 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 uh, microtransactions in it were just terrible, just yeah. absolutely terrible, and they completely was, ruined the series. What's crazy is like this list is littered with it with EA. EA wasn't always shit. This is actually a great list to say. Okay, EA used to come out with a lot of games that weren't just focused on you know trying to quadruple the profit. Um, of course, they always tried to get money. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't. It was it, it was seen it seemed more gamer centric. Yeah. And Need for Speed, some of these racers were some of the games that kind of, you know, gave us something to breathe on. But uh I don't know, man. Uh what's what's next on your list, bro? My bad. I'm a little bit, you no, know. No, I told no. You, man, the pilot's trying to fucking kill me today. <laughs> it's everywhere. It's all over. Uh it's on my car. I gotta go wash my car. Uh, mm -hmm. I gotta go put lights and stickers on my car now, now that I've played. One that's play what? Need for Speed. This is the crazy part. Now, when I see you at work, we're gonna race. But that's yes, a whole other story. Yes, we are. That is gonna happen. Not a foot race though, because I'll fall down and suffer a heart attack probably. Oh man, that should be hilarious though. But I wouldn't let you die, bro. I wouldn't let you die. But I would laugh when she was back alive. <laughs> that's all I want. That's all I want. Promise me, if you come to my funeral, it's a party. I don't want nah, it. To... Man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gotta be a party. That's I'm going to play Jules Santana. Do the same thing for me, bro. But you're not dying on my watch. No, That's sir. the thing, man. Uh, 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 I'm going to live forever. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know about that Jesus complex. But <laughs> Hold on. I've thought about this. Altered Carbon is my future. Uh, <laughs> that's what's going to happen. 
Oh, bro. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's real. That's I haven't watched be- that show, but it's about robots. I want to yeah, be a robot. Discussion. You you need to. I want I want to get your opinion. At least watch watch the first episode. I need your opinion. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, man, what's what's next on your list, bro? Uh, number three, talking about sci-fi games. Uh, super far in the future, really fast racing. F Zero for the Super Nintendo. One of the, my favorite games of all time. So quick, so fast. I was terrible at it. I'm still terrible at it. I don't care. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful Super Nintendo game. You don't get better than F-Zero on the Super Nintendo as far as racing is concerned. Game is so fast-paced. It's quick. It's bright. It's got a lot of uh, neon colors. It influenced my personal, like, personal view of like the 80s and kind of the vaporware style that's coming back that everybody talks about, even though it was early 90s. But, you know, it's got the bright neon lights, the chrome. It's got that Blade Runner feel to it. I mean, how can you not love F-Zero when it is just such a fun racing game? So much fun. I want F-Zero on my Switch. You you read my mind. You read my mind because we talk about this all the time. That's a game, actually, I always wanted to play when I was younger. But I was, you know, at that point, Sega Genesis out. So uh, that leads us to the Switch era where hopefully we'll have opportunities to, you know, Yes. Dig deep into the old catalog. Have you have you even powered your switch on lately, though, bro? Yeah, I mean, be real honest, no, dude. Because I've been on my PC. I've been playing Destiny Me Two too. on my PC, and it's just yeah. I haven't really had a chance to. I need to get in there though. I need to get in there and yeah. see what's in the store and stuff like that. That's what she said. But uh, <laughs> that is what she said. That is a bunch perfect. Of times. Yeah, yeah. That's but true. um. You know, we gotta we gotta pop it back on and get into the virtual console, and you know, we talked about the the other thing about going on with the switch. Yep. Uh. Yep. 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 Somebody bought that other switch too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sold it for one hundred eighty eight dollars, man. I was kind of, I was just like, hey, the guy actually, I know the guy that bought it. He came up to me, he was like, yeah, I bought it. I was like, yeah, shit. Dang it, I wanted that <laughs> switch. I wanted that but you switch. Know. I know my yeah, wife. My wife's been talking about getting one. She kind of wants a switch now for herself. So we're probably going to end up doing that. Uh, what's your number two, my friend? Burnout Paradise, man. That game, it was just dope to me. Like right when I started to fall off of racing games again, I think that's the last one that came out where I really got into where I just spent hours and hours and it was just fun. And we think we talked about it, just the ragdoll features. And it's just so arcadey, but it was it felt so balanced and it, it felt free and you could ride around, it had motorcycles in it. Burnout Paradise, man. It was just it was just different, bro. I had to put it on the list. It's high up. You're absolutely right too, man. And we are again, synergy, thinking about it on the same level. Mine's not Burnout Paradise. My number two is Burnout Three Takedown. Takedown, <laughs> man. Like the Burnout series yeah. though is something yeah. that people slept on. Yeah. Nobody bro, talks about that. Takedown was cool because you could blow people up. Paradise, it just felt a little bit more open. Like, you could go either way or anywhere. But I think both of them, like you said, bro, they were slept on a little bit, man. Those were great racing games. Lots of fun. I mean, my favorite thing about Takedown was, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember the mini game mode in Takedown where you were seeing how far you could fling your guy outside of his windshield? Yeah. So good, dude. That's the fucked up aspect about both of us, my friend, because that shit, I mean, they tapped into something right there. Apparently, maybe other people had bothered them, but that shit was funny to me. 
It was to yes. me too, man. We played hours of that, me and my buddies. At an Xbox, I had Burnout 3 Takedown, and we would just spend hours seeing how far we could fling our guy out through the windshield. And Burnout needs to come back. I'd like to see a good Burnout game, like a really good, solid Burnout game that's clever because they realized, the, the cool thing about the Burnout series is they realized that they couldn't match Need for Speed for some of the more you know customizations are fun. They couldn't match Gran Turismo for the realism, but they said, we're not going for that. We're going for pure arcadey fun. And that's what they nailed. They nailed that sense so well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What is well, your number one? Man, <clears throat> pound for pound, my favorite racing game, Midnight Club Dub Edition 3, was my shit. Um, especially, like, I, being off in the hood, man, at that time, it, maybe it was the time frame, whatever else, it just gave me everything that I liked. You, from the soundtrack to the customization that Need for Speed had, I started my list out with GTA Five. It's only natural to end my list out with Midnight Dub Edition. You know what I mean? That it was just That's dope. It. Like it, that was that was the one for me. Pound for pound, when I think about it, as far as action, oh man, I just I have memorable vehicles on there. It would be funny. Like my friends would come over, and hang out, and check my car out. Next thing I know, I'll see him. And I'll go back to his house, and he'll. It's almost like we would compete who could make the doper vehicle. And they even had like the Escalades that you could put in there and soup yeah. the Escalades up. Yeah, the truck fights. So it was just different ranges of different types the motorcycles were in there too you know and i mean it, that game ah it just i haven't had a racing experience where, like that where it was a game like i really felt like i had to play like i had to beat it and i just got a lot of just multiple racing just multiple games out of it one-on-one -on -one, racing with friends the whole nine so midnight i mean yeah midnight club dub edition my shit it's a classic dude it's an absolute classic uh, my number one, you've already talked about it a little bit. I went more specific with mine just a little bit. I went Mario Kart 64 for the Nintendo 64. Mario Kart just, you can't deny it, man. Kart racers, speed racers, whatever. Mario is going to be that thing that everybody comes back to. Always. It's a forever lasting series. And Mario Kart itself, I mean, I've played hours of different Mario Karts. Mario Kart 64 is still my favorite. It's got my favorite tracks in it. It's got my favorite music. It's got my favorite characters. It's got everything I want. It's the reason I rebought a Nintendo 64 was just to play Mario Kart 64 and, of course, Goldeneye. That was yeah. it. That was it right there. One of the best games ever, period. Absolutely. But, uh, um, but nothing I can say about Mario Kart, man. I mean, everybody's played it. Hopefully, if you haven't played it, uh, go play something. Go play a version <laughs> of Mario Kart somewhere. And if you haven't yeah, played it, man, that's just your childhood was missing something fantastic. You're too busy playing with yourself. <laughs> it had to be, it's got to be about balance, man. It's got to be about balance. It does. I got one question, man. I got one question. I know we don't normally yeah. in the top sevens like that. But I am curious to pick your brain, man. What do you think? Uh, what do you think happened to racing games? Because for a while, it seemed like it got oversaturated, especially Need for Speed has like 378 games. I think they just try yeah. to put too many out. But what, what do you think happened in the racing game genre? I think that racing games developers, racing game developers, especially people like Turismo or uh, companies like who develop Gran Turismo or um, Forza, um, they've just tried to focus too much on online aspects, and they have to understand mm -hmm. where racing racing games are really enjoyed. You know, either being very arcadey or when you're competing with friends in the same room. It's not, 
for me, I don't get much enjoyment on racing games competing against people online. I, it just, and I don't know many people who do besides really hardcore diehard fans. And when that starts to happen, you know, when you take away some of the arcadey fun out of the game or some of the competitive fun out of the game where you can talk shit to each other, I mean, you lose a little bit here and there. And then you've got, of course, you know, um, EA who screws up and puts microtransactions in a way that is just unbearable. Yeah. My understanding of that was it was almost like a casino um, for the latest Need for Speed. I didn't play it, but my understanding is to get the parts or customizations you wanted, you got digital coin. You could either purchase or win in races. You didn't win that much, obviously. And then as soon as you dropped that digital coin, it was like a slot machine. And that Mm. picked, you couldn't just buy the thing you wanted. So I think that they need to find a way to bring back the arcade version of it. Because, I mean, racing arcade, for me, will always go back to stuff like pole position in those games. Where it's more fun when you're either next to somebody or it's just, you don't have to focus too much on it. There will always be a place for realism. But realistic racers, like we've talked about, that's a very niche market. People who like that simulation, that's a very niche market. And there are fans of ours who like that, and that is fine. But it's still a very niche thing that's not going to broaden your horizons or sell much. But when Need for Speed Underground came out, we were talking about this. You had Fast and the Furious. People wanted to be a part of that. So that game sold like buku amounts of dollars. And then it was also arcadey and fun like Burnout. So, I mean, that's my opinion. I'm not an expert by any means. I mean, what do you think happened? No, I think think you nailed it. You know, I think you nailed it right on the head, man. I think you got it. Like, I think it's, I think it just was a mixture of both. I think it's, uh, I think it did get a, just a little oversaturated. Need for Speed got a little crazy. Mick trying to take less focus on the actual racing. And I think, you know, cheap ways to get you the customization in there and, and try to monetize that and, uh, focus more on these weird stories that nobody gave a fuck about instead of people making like stories of their own with the racing and keeping that competitive nature in the gaming um but other than that i think you got it i think it's still there i think i think it's still room for it i think another game will come out and yeah it'll t- i mean if, if nintendo drops another mario kart it's gonna make a 300 million dollars and oh yeah you know I just don't think it's. I want to see like another like Midnight Club double dish. Or some yeah. Shit that, like that gives me that same feel too. That in between the simulation, not so arcadey, not even necessarily as far as Burnout Paradise. You got to find it right in the middle and you got to get in there and you got to hit that groove <laughs> and you got to stay in that groove. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that is how I feel about the racing genre. <laughs> it's like a good record, man. It's got to hit that perfect groove, man. It's got there that it balance is. to it. Alright, that's been this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Talladega. Uh, if you agree or disagree with our opinions, you can let us know on Twitter at STT underscore pod, on Instagram at Skip the Tutorial Pod, on Facebook.com backslash Skip the Tutorial Podcast, or at Skip the Tutorial Podcast at gmail.com. And as we always do every week, stay humble. <laughs>